0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Take that, take that, take that. Come your average. Hop twist cabbage off instinct.
2: Niggas don't think shit stink. Hello episode 141 i believe of the sportive. it's me poochie i'm with john hi john
1: uh it's kind of nice that we've recorded enough episodes now that none of us can ever remember which one we're on
2: i think that's the one it might be or it might not be very you true. know what nobody cares
3: it's one of those two answers and we also have Stu on the line hi steve Hey, uh, maybe don't show your finger on the Google Hangout anymore tonight. (laughs) That'd be great. Sorry. Yeah, I showed my... Let the the audience in on what uh, happened to your uh, ring finger.
2: Well, uh, my garage door opener was broken, so I had to manually close my garage door this morning from the outside. Like a goddamn animal. Like an animal. uh, Like a heathen. uh, A serf. A peasant. A hobo. A hobo. Um, A filthy hobo. And I yanked down on it, but I didn't go down all the way. So I kind of had to just sort of push on the front of it and, and try to, you know, get it down the last little bit. And mm-hmm. as I was pushing, I um, it started to go down, and then my ring finger got pinched in between two of the panels, oh, and uh, oh. yeah, so it stuck. And then it was pinched like I legitimately couldn't get it out of the garage after it fell down. Oh. So I had to lean oh. over and. And with my foot and pick up the, the door again, and it was, I can't even, I don't want to exaggerate. I've had multiple broken bones from playing sports. I had a major arm surgery, and I think this was probably the most painful thing I've ever had. Oh. It was, I didn't even know what to do. I, I don't know if you've ever had some pain where you don't know how to react, but I guess what I did was, so my car was in the driveway. I just started doing like pacing laps around my car while just mm-hmm. grunting and moaning and my kid my four-year-old jones was in the back seat you know in his car seat and was so confused at what was happening and he was like pounding on the glass and like daddy daddy and i just kept pacing circle 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 so i did like 10 of those um and my finger was indented like there was it looked like a pinprick uh, on the inside of my my ring finger but the, it didn't the blood uh, it didn't break the skin and it was like that for about an hour, which was the weirdest thing. And then all of a sudden, I looked down after not looking at it for five minutes, and the the indent was gone. And all of a sudden, it was black and blue and swollen to the point where, um, if you you know those really really uh uh those guys with those big beer bellies that are like hard as a rock, it felt like that, like a hard as a rock <laughs> to the skin touch. Even though there wasn't a bone. Clarence's buddy Irv is probably one of those. Irv guys. seems like the exact guy that would have one of those hard as a rock belly, belly deals. Um, it felt like that, and it was just this ungodly amount of pressure and throbbing and all that. So I went into the doctor to see if I could get them to relieve some pressure. I don't know if they had like a pain prick or something, and they did an x-ray, and the finger, the top bone is broken. Uh, oh. So I got to wear a stupid cast for two or three
3: weeks. Oh, God.
2: You know, there's very few broken bones as an adult that you get that's not the result of just being an idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's never like you broke an arm saving your young daughter from a fire or something like that. It's like, I slipped getting off the bus and I have a broken wrist now.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's It's just dumb, dumb behavior for the most part. There's very few noble injuries at at our age. So no. It's embarrassing. I wish it was just a simpler explanation because, you know, I'm not exactly a quiet guy at work. I don't know if that shocks you. Um, So everybody felt the need of like, whoa, what happened? And, you know, I was expecting, I wish I I had an easy answer for them, but I had to tell this whole fucking story 50 times a day. So.
1: So Brandon's all talked out, which should make for a great podcast.
2: I don't want to say a word. Uh, we do have lots of sports to talk about this week, right? I mean, we've got NFL so. with Vikings and other playoff games. We've got some NBA action to discuss, probably a little bit of Wild uh, Twins, Gophers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we have many sports teams in this town. Sports, sports, sports. It's all we talk it's about. Amazing. It's all we care about. Um, so not like that St. Louis. No.
1: The hellhole that can only be escaped by the lucky few.
2: That's true. That's true. The Rams and Will Leach, basically.
1: Yep. That's really the only
2: people who have ever gotten out of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Nelly. Maybe Nelly. Nelly. Kind of. He might be back, though. You never know. Some of these guys know. just go right back to their hometown. Um, you know, Brett Favre, Randy yeah. Moss. Those are the only two I could think of that actually willingly went back to their home small yeah, town. Yeah, Cisco
3: went to Maple Grove. So, I mean, there's... Uh...
2: You never know, man. You never know these not. guys are gonna end up yeah. these old old men. Okay. Five minute intro out of the way. We need to talk about the big game this weekend. Vikings, Seahawks, hot wild card action. It's gonna be fifty below. Um John, do you wanna talk us through some some of your uh your nuggets? You got some nuggets Did for you, us? He some well, like yeah, he had some nugs. I thought for once
1: it's the playoffs, and the Vikings actually made the playoffs. They won eleven games, guys. Eleven of their sixteen games. Crazy. We're Vikings That's a good season by anybody's measure. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have the Vikings won more than eleven games?
3: About three, three or four. Like in the in the salad days in nineteen ninety eight and two
1: thousand nine. Yep. Yeah, and that's a great like point.
3: Like once in the seventies. Yeah.
1: Back, I mean, there were fourteen games back then, but yeah. I think they were twelve and two one year or something yeah. like that. One of the years that they were royally screwed by a combination of factors in the playoffs of the Super Bowl. Yep. But so I thought, meh, we should actually look. And mostly I just wanted to find out why Seattle is the sixth seed in the NFC playoffs Mm -hmm. and yet is assumed by everyone to be the probable Super Bowl representative from the NFC.
2: Well, I would say that. I don't know if it's assumed that they're the probable. You know, Vegas has them as the third most behind Carolina and Arizona, but oh, they is also, that true? Yes, but they also the smart guys still think that Seattle's the best. The only issue is they have to win three road games, so they're the best team, but they have the hardest road to go. But you're right it's, that that it's weird though that they're, they're ten and six, and everybody's like, "Oh no, these guys are these guys are the shit."
1: Yeah, I mean. With both Washington and Minnesota, everyone's like, yeah, they won their divisions, but it'll be Seattle. It's Seattle. Mm -hmm. Who will Seattle? I mean, Seattle will play Carolina in the second round of the playoffs, and then that Seattle-Arizona conference final should be a classic. That's what everyone's thinking right now.
2: Yep. Yep. That's what we're all planning. So, of course, none of it will happen.
1: (laughs) It's funny. You look at those three teams. Seattle actually played all of them this year, and they split with Arizona, one close one, and then last week they just absolutely destroyed Arizona. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> so there's a close game. They played a close game with Carolina earlier in the season, so that would be a that would be a classic. And then they played Minnesota, and it was just absolutely a spanking. It was pure gore. <laughs> it, it was it was not fun to watch. It was not fun to be a part of in any way.
2: What so, was it? A uh, thirty-seven to seven or something?
1: 38-7, I think.
2: 38-7, okay. It was one of the few games that we sort of saw coming and got correct
1: in a way. Yeah, for once, our utter <laughs> pessimism really was validated. When making predictions, it was like, yeah, that's that's what would happen. Hold on, let's get Clarence in on this.
2: Oh, great. Yes, I would love to have Clarence involved. Um. Stu, guess what team beat the spread in Vegas the most weeks? Oh gosh! Carolina. Hey. No, Minnesota. Minnesota was thirteen and three against the spread this year. Wow, underrated by Vegas. Vegas kept on doubting us, and we and kept us. just. Yeah, I think I picked them to win once this year. I know. Yep, I picked them to beat San Francisco, so that worked out well. I my mine was all a bit. I believed in him the whole year. It was just a bit. <laughs> And then I had to stick with it. You know me. Yeah. Uh, hey, Clarence, thanks for, thanks for joining us.
4: Thanks for having me, guys.
2: We have just been tap dancing and riffing and waiting for you to get here because we really want to break down X's and O's of the Viking Seahawks oh. game. This, And I know you're into X's and O's. You're into um, schemes. Yes, I am. Plans. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Film. All that all that good stuff. Um, so John's going to take us through and, and give us some of those, these playoff nugs, is what we're calling them.
1: Well, I, I went to the website of your favorite place, Brandon, Football Outsiders. Porn? Oh, oh. yeah.
2: Porn,
3: huh? Yeah.
1: Butts.edu. <laughs> yeah, I went there right. first. Just checking in. Went, just making sure they're really football just trying Outsiders. to get the
2: message out about butts. <laughs> and
1: the more you look at the Football outsider stats, the more depressed you get about the Vikings' chances. Because it's like, if you look at the traditional stats and look at yards given up per game and stuff, the Seahawks have one of the best offenses, not the best pass offense, but I think the best rushing offense
2: mm-hmm. in the
1: NFC. And then you go over the defensive numbers and they have the best rushing defense by far, the best passing defense by far. And you look at these numbers and wonder, how did they manage to lose six games? So I went back and I looked a little bit, and the the six games they lost were either... The amazing stat about Seattle is that they led every single game they played this year in the fourth quarter at some
2: point. Oh, so they're choke artists.
1: Yeah. So a couple of times early in the year, they got beat, not necessarily by comebacks, but Carson Palmer threw for 370 yards against them, and Cam Newton threw for 300-some yards against them. And I think Aaron Rodgers torched them, too. Back That was before even Cam Chancellor was back and playing safety again when he was still holding out. Basically in that game the Packers in the second half realized that they could just throw the ball 6 yards over the middle and there would be no one there to tackle whoever had the ball at that point. And so they just did that repeatedly until they went, ended up winning the game, I think. The Seahawks were ahead 17 to 16 or something early in the fourth quarter and then the Packers just started throwing passes over the middle for the rest of the game. But really you look at you look at things, I they're, the Seahawks offensive line struggled especially early in the year mm-hmm. but not so much towards the end of the year so you can't really look at that and go well that's a weakness coming in they they had um, Marshawn Lynch got hurt and then they brought in Thomas Rawls who I thought was a philosopher or something he's but... the
2: detective in the wire he's the boss mm-hmm. Detective really? Rawls. is that actually true detective Famous Rawls yeah <laughs> Uh, that's the only Rawls that I know of is detective from the wire.
1: So I'd never heard of him. Dave was here. He could tell you where he went to college and stuff, but, um, I'd never heard of him, but then he ended up being like the most effective running back in the league. Yeah. He was great. He was was really good. But then he broke his ankle, but now Marshawn Lynch is coming back this week. So allegedly, allegedly, but even if he doesn't, I still don't in there in the Seahawks are playing Christine Michael or whoever. I still am not real confident in the Vikings' ability to stop him. So really, the the loss that I look that you look at was when they lost to the Rams a couple weeks ago, and the Rams are terrible, of course. Uh huh. But you know the Seahawks outgained them and outplayed him, really. But the Seahawks turned it over three times, and the Rams turned it over zero times. And the Rams got to ru- got to Russell Wilson and sacked him a couple of times, and. Really, I think that's the key. Number one, in the in the earlier game between the Vikings and the Seahawks, basically that was one of the one of the games where Teddy would just grab the ball, look up. There would be four Seahawks about to punch him in the face, and so he'd have to run backwards to his right until he could get enough space to throw the ball out of bounds. Right. That was yeah. really the Vikings' entire <laughs> offense.
2: It was very ugly. and
1: they also couldn't run the ball in that game either. So it was just a disaster all around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: They I ended remember. up gaining something like
1: 130 yards. So obviously on offense, that can't happen either because it's freezing out. The Vikings offensive line has got to get some separation and get the running game going. I got to believe the Seahawks are just going to key on stopping the running game though. Cause if you're trying to beat the Vikings at this point, you really are daring them to pass. So it's, on offense, it's all going to come down to whether the offensive line can protect Teddy and whether Teddy can make him pay.
0: Yikes. Several
1: good quarterbacks have several good quarterbacks have torched the Seahawks secondary this year, and they're you know the the Legion of Boom isn't what it once was. So they can they can be beat that way, but it's going to take a heck of a performance from Teddy. And on defense, I really think the key is making. Seattle's offensive line struggle
3: and getting pressure on the quarterback because we don't know if Linval Joseph is healthy yet, right? We do He's not know like if Linval Joseph. Hopeful, is I think was what Zimmer said. Today. Walking around, yeah, which he was is walking good. around
4: practice today. Ooh,
3: walking, yep. yeah,
4: good sign. Better well, it's better not him. It's better than him not being there at all.
3: Better than, than crawling. Come on, Brandon. I'm Out with there. you. I'm with
4: you. You have
1: to, you have to run in football, but you know what you have to do before you can run. That's right. You
2: have to walk. Oh, oh right. Good you got to show there. up first. Gotta then you got to
4: walk. Then yep, you can First walk. it's showing up. Mm-hmm. Check. Then walking. Check. Then the running.
2: A little bit of question, question mark. mark. But hey, you know what? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a hopeful question yeah.
4: mark.
2: Uh, that's good. Well, okay. So it didn't work the first game. Did, were, we, were we missing... Was this one of those games when our...
3: Joseph, Smith, Barr, Trio was out? Joseph was out already, and Smith and Barr both left the game in the first drive.
2: All right. That's that's such an odd Trio package deal of injuries, which I'll never understand how they are all as one, Three Musketeer type style, but whatever.
1: I think we said that in our preview for the season, that Linvald, Joseph, Harrison Smith, and Anthony Barr were going to be the keys to this Vikings team yeah yep we were way yeah. that. well we also yeah. predicted
2: we, we we were the only people that predicted that if one of them got hurt all three of them would be hurt no matter what yep. and they wouldn't come back unless it was all together but nobody was, was on that family, story yeah. except us and that was before the season started mm-hmm. we just had some intel we had some inside information that those guys are really close they miss each it's other like
4: the menstrual cycles that all <laughs> cycle together
2: yeah once you like they're like roommates in camp and then it you know they kind of coordinate somehow it's magic it, it syncs up it just it's just it's nature i think it's like question, the, i think it's it like is. the tides or something
3: yeah it's the moon, moon. it's the
2: moon yeah Yeah, it's biology uh, don't question it it's just Equinox. it
3: just
4: sun flares yeah
2: flares are always people are just they sleep on that sort of stuff but it's all true
3: mm. yeah you got to want to see it i think
2: magnets it's a lot yeah. of magnets totally <laughs> magnets magnets and flares Magnets yep. and flares <laughs> Show title <laughs> uh, Okay, so I do think that we're pretty good at getting pressure on the quarterback It seems like I And mean, that's just totally you know, an eye test Because I don't have anything in front of me that says that we're better than anybody else But it has seemed like that These guys that I've never heard of before Hunter, Johnson They both have like eight sacks
3: so, Tom Johnson and Daniel Hunter and- Dan Hunter, Tom Johnson Um, Justin Trateau. Yeah. Yeah. Anonymous dudes who.
4: Zim just coaches them up.
3: He just coaches them up. Do your job. Do your job. And then he
4: coaches them up. Schemes. Yep. So good. Gives them a job and they go and do it because they love Zim like I do. Yeah. And they want to make him happy. They don't want to disappoint him. It's like a father figure.
2: You know what I heard about Zim, which is impressive is he's about accountability. Mm hmm. Which is good because a lot of other guys aren't, you know? Yeah.
1: Most coaches will just let you get away with murder, but Zim. Zim's about accountability.
2: Well, I remember it was weird because Leslie Frazier would always be like, I'm not into holding people accountable.
3: No, you just do what you do.
2: And then Zim comes in and he's like, I'm into it. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's way better to be into it than not into it. Fuck. So that's good. It's good news that we've got him on our side. Um, I would have to think it's going to be closer than the – in the bloodbath a few weeks ago, just because those guys are going to be a little bit healthier and because
3: yeah. it's it's just hard it's to be so goddamn cold out, I mean that's yeah, a, I mean what are yeah, you well, do you well I think that I, I think that will have some impact on the game, I really do it, it just... does
1: seem like this game will be played entirely between the thirty yard lines, except yeah. for one team will we'll have a couple twenty or something, and it'll end up being a seven to nothing game like when I was a kid once, the Vikings played the Steelers in Pittsburgh. In Three Rivers Stadium, which somehow had turned into a wind tunnel that day, and it was about eight degrees or something like that, and the wind was blowing about forty miles an hour, and the game ended six to three in overtime. It seems like that kind of game it does. a field goal is a big win. You know, I don't, I don't think the Vikings are going to win because the Seahawks are really good. But if they were going to win. It's going to happen something like one of those games where the Seahawks have 350 total yards and the Vikings have 150, but the Seahawks fumble twice and there's two interceptions on tip balls, one of which the Vikings return for a touchdown and they return a kickoff for a touchdown and just all sorts of, you know, Wilson drops the ball once when without even being touched and just a bunch of weird things happen and a bunch of Big plays like turnovers and kick returns and that kind of stuff just go their way.
2: Right. Yeah. Almost similar to last week. I mean, that's kind of what happened against the Packers. Yeah. Like, Teddy didn't yeah. play very well, but we only got like 200-something yards of offense, but it worked out. So, yeah, a big turnover on defense or two, that's kind of the way it's going to have to be.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of game that the Vikings can win. Just straight up outplaying the Seahawks, I don't think that's going to happen.
2: <sighs> no. Nope. Um, FP- Maybe Doug
3: Baldwin will freeze to the bench. <laughs> he'll attempt to poop a football again, yep. and he'll like tip over and concuss himself or something. Yep, maybe something I'm like that. Rock hard TCF bank turf.
2: You know, the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC, according to the smart guys, but uh, ESPN's FPI, which I think is really, really great for predicting games, has the Vikings having a 40% chance of winning. Really? Which is... Hey, can- yeah, I mean, okay. you take that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. That's pretty good, just because they're solid all around. They are not. They don't have any weaknesses that are so bad that it's not able to overcome for the most part. So, right. hope their defense There's keeps them in the
3: game. Our, I mean, I think a lot of our fear, too, is recency bias. The Vikings played poorly last week and won, and Seattle steamrolled a really, really good Arizona team. And, I mean, that's – but, you know, two weeks ago, Vikings looked great, and Seattle lost – got swept – by St. Louis in their season series, so I mean, right? I think some of that is coming into play here too. And he so, yeah, like Sunday. I said, I, I think it'll be I I what Seattle a five point favorite right now? I think uh, five or six, yeah, five or I six. Would, it kind of is waffling I'd, between those. If two. I were in Vegas, I would have the Vikings to cover that one.
2: How I great! I mean, if they keep it within, no matter what happens, that's that's just exciting for uh, that Vegas is predicting a close game. Close yeah. game is the playoffs, man. I'll take it. Chip and a chair. A chip and a chair. It
4: feels like a game that uh, uh, the kicker misses the game-winning field goal. Blair Walsh misses the game-winning field goal, and we spend and the offseason wondering just if Blair agonizing Walsh. Agonizing about it. That's just, it just feels like that's the one of the offseason talkers. Yeah. Is. And Blair Walsh fair... can't make extra points. He can yeah. make field goals. He chokes when they need him. He can't make extra points. Is he the answer? That's
2: yeah. Is just, he the I, future I, I of this that, franchise?
4: He might have fever dream that that's the future uh, talker this offseason. If that's Blair a fucking
2: World. talker of the offseason, I'm going to blow my brains out.
4: Gonna, it's going to happen.
3: It's yeah. I mean, I just, it'll have to be a fairly close kick because I think, you know, if you're missing kicks from 40-plus on Sunday, I think people will forgive that just because it's 50 again, below. out. Oh, a guy weighs like guy, 11 yeah, pounds. So, can
4: like but, uh, a 36 like yeah.
3: or 34-yarder. Okay. A, a makeable oh, one. A little longer God. than a current Don't extra
4: point. Don't I mean, they is, yeah. do they still use the
3: special ball in the NFL? The K-ball? We call it the K-ball, John. The K-ball? Special ball. Familiarize yourself with the terminology. Jesus. <laughs> special. But, yeah, I think they still do.
2: Yeah, I think there are. And isn't it somehow less,
1: more, def- more full of air or less full of air? What's special about it? It used to be a
2: lot less full. I, be- or basically, I think they just let the kickers do whatever they wanted with the ball, and like you can just use your own. And then I may have been some sort of crackdown recently on how much you could fiddle with your balls. It used to be unlimited. Yeah. You could just play with them yeah. all game long. And now they're like, no, just a couple times yeah. here or there.
3: Now your hand got caught in the garage door, and you can't do hardly anything. You yeah, sorry. hard. It's and, hard. Yeah.
1: Now, if it, anyway, if it's too below, it's going to be like trying to kick a field goal
4: with a frozen turkey.
2: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's, it's going to have goal. to be within 35 Already minutes. Already making
4: excuses for Blair Walsh. Beep, boop,
1: beep, boop, beep, well, boop, you know, <laughs> beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. What will happen is they'll score a late touchdown, and Teddy will finally lead them to a touchdown drive, and it'll be 14 to 13. With a minute and a half left, also missed an extra point. Throwing Sh- Finally,
2: throwing shade at Teddy. <laughs> Jeez. No, not, not throwing, throwing shade up. at Teddy
1: because <laughs> <laughs> he'll be running away up. from the defenders who are trying to smash his face mask in.
4: Hey, I was going to ask you, John. You're you're uh, you're John Maturi. You no, know, they get coils in that field. <laughs> yeah, out what's with yeah. that. Story? I, I never they did follow caught. up on that. They put him in there because Jim yep. farf got. You know, destroyed. That they didn't have the coils, field. right? Yeah. That was pretty heated uh, field. So it was just a big frozen rock. They got coils in there now. so Yeah,
0: there's a heater. Yeah.
4: So it'll be, you know, like at my, in my yard, it'll be five degrees or whatever. But on the mm-hmm. field with the coils, does that make the actual, it hotter on the field too, or just your feet? Well, probably. I guess just it would probably field. make it warmer, wouldn't it?
2: Sounds like a job for a sideliner. I'm
4: asking you. You're. You worked. Weren't you responsible
2: for this stuff? You, yeah, I you did. laid the, work the work coils. It, didn't where you? they
1: put in the heated coils. I did a lot of the work myself.
2: Yeah, you're the electrical <laughs> engineer of the athletic department. Yeah.
1: What I figured was we could save a lot of money if I just ran a garden hose up and down the field a little bit and then put some dirt on top of it. And the hot water, it just kept running. And it's <laughs> just dripping into a drain <laughs> on the the <laughs> field.
4: I guess that's technically and, a
2: heated coil.
4: We <laughs> think you may have fabricated your resume, sir. This <laughs> is just. A garden hose. Is, this Lister's is not a good solution for heating the field. I you know nothing about field coils. <laughs> and then you ran away.
2: Well, yeah, you guys budgeted $2 million. I just spent uh, 60 bucks at Menards. Yeah. So, is
4: that over good? There. You threw your clipboard. <laughs> you threw your clipboard up in the air and ran away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never saw you again
2: oh man no I feel I feel very bad for the players having to play in that but it's not like it's snow right I mean it, it'll be a little bit warmer than you think and so they won't be able well, to I run quite as fast but
1: I got a buddy who has a heated garage floor and it's pretty warm in there because of That's that it's point. like 60 degrees in the winter
4: I know it's not covered like hmm. garage is covered so that makes you graduate but still I, actually I'm a I'm a turf wouldn't it be warmer Mm. The coils? We need well, to have somebody s- that's actually w- played on in the winter, because the Gophers don't play there when it's cold, like super cold. We need You've got to have, you gotta know somebody.
2: Let's I, call somebody. I only know you. Hans from.
4: knows shit like this, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: Dang, Hans, Hans is know. our first call. Has he played the game? It's just no. he knows stuff about stuff.
1: I don't know. He's the guy I'd call. Hans is big on facts. Maybe Wade. Wade? Check in, you're the fact checker. Google coils.
2: Google field coils, warm. Stu, why don't you call Cluey? Call Cluey <laughs> up. You guys are both really big on the internet.
4: <laughs> I'll see what don't I Think you have at meetings? A task a project? <laughs> you, a, you know he's on it. <laughs> all, the, all, the other, all the other
3: white people in town. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh man. Um how much money would you need to be paid to go to TCF on Sunday and be at the whole game?
1: Am I sitting on the which side of the stadium am I sitting on?
2: You're not in a suite, you're on the you're on the sunny side of the stadium. I'm on the sunny I'm, side. Yep. Uh,
1: I would you. go to the game for 100 bucks. 100 no, I'd go for less than that probably.
2: Well, you can Clarence, did you say zero? I'd go. Why not? One do I get to sit time. next to Clarence? You do have to sit next to Clarence. All right, zero. I'll go just
4: oh, for. The I was going to say you're going to like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> I'll
1: go but just to be next the to other way. drunken Clarence during a Vikings playoff game.
2: You guys can for totally. sure get in for zero dollars. There's no way that thing's yeah. sold out.
4: I I won't even be able to watch the game, unfortunately. But uh, so I can't definitely can't go. Whoa! But. Whoa! Whoa! What? I know. Kids. I got Kids. Shit going on, yeah. You it's got family? You got yeah.
2: a dance recital or some shit?
4: Obligations.
2: Obligations. Nothing worse. So are you going to be falling on your phone or are you totally out of pocket?
4: Oh, uh, first hour I am out of, I am off the grid. Mm-hmm. And after that I should be able to follow along. Um, Clarence
1: I'm- will be on restricted phone usage, so he'll only tweet fifteen thousand times during the game.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I hopefully won't. I will be driving, so I, I need to be responsible.
2: Good for you, um,
3: Stuart. How much would you need to go to the game? Oof! Um, but you get
1: would- to sit next to Clarence on the sunny side.
3: The north side, the sunny side where there's the breeze isn't as noticeable and if there's any sun it'll be shining on you. Yeah, it's a it's a balmy zero. I would do it for a hundred bucks. Wow. Wow. I'd hate every minute of it, but I'd do it. Yeah, I would need more than that. Just in case something cool happened and I could say I was there. Yep. Really that's about it though.
1: I went to the outdoor hockey game there, so I got no leg I got nothing to say that I wouldn't go. Because yeah, I paid for
2: that game, yeah, it's amazing. And
1: I made everybody I was going with go early so we could watch the women's game that was beforehand.
3: <laughs> Jesus, John! Wow, he likes his wow. He likes his hockey. It was awesome. Yeah.
2: Good for you. And then you had you had friends that cared about you so much they actually went. The amazing thing was that my wife went with because she agreed to it. Before oh. we got engaged. Yeah, I think you told me You still that. wanted to be cool. <laughs> that's great, because you wouldn't even have this sentence complete asking me before I'd be like, fuck no. that.
4: Is it the <laughs> is it the weather, Brandon and Stuart, that you are all worried about, that you'd need to be paid to be there?
3: It's a combination of weather and going to an NFL football game.
4: That's well, so. that's, what, what's the combination? Wait, why percent- don't you like going to NFL to football, football games? So. Yeah, freaking <laughs> into a pie chart. What <laughs> percentage is weather?
3: I'd say it's about, about 50-50. It just... Comfort hmm. and being surrounded by drunken morons throwing up on my wife.
1: So. Stu, you live in St. Cloud. That's all that ever happens to you. <laughs> went to F- oh. SCSU.
3: That seems, to, that 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 seems like you're. That was your. Class. He got out. Economics class. He got Lashing, out. <laughs> you went Lashing, Lashing out at the top five cocky program right now, John. <laughs> That is beneath you, sir. Oh my gosh. The is jealousy beneath. is showing. Yeah, I just know I'm, I'm old now. I think I don't have it in me, you know, just to deal. And I mean, parking's a hassle, getting into the. Game, oh, you the are security you just complained about parking?
4: <laughs> oh no!
3: Hate oh, everything. Yeah.
4: Have you uh, reserved a spot in in hospice holy just, shit?
3: There's just no chance. And you've heard about the security checkpoint? That's just you know two hours to get into the game. Is it really? Freezing. Yeah. It's just. Uh, I didn't was, know about
4: that part. Yeah, I'm that part's
3: bad. no good too. Yeah. A, I'm not
4: good at lines. That lines might, are bad,
3: and there probably isn't gonna be, probably not the only chart.
4: I didn't know about the lines. Yeah,
3: I've heard horror stories about getting into the game.
4: So. Oh man.
1: Well the thing is, if you're wearing the proper amount of clothes for the game on Sunday, you could fit an assault rifle and a bazooka under there without actually changing your circumference. Well,
3: that's, that's America. A good thing. Not that he would
4: actually do that. No,
3: come on now. Yeah, Finn. Been... I'm just saying terrible if we're gonna do that, uh, Wow.
4: We know you're listening, HSA. Martha you or actually,
3: over here. Martha or Bundy. Oh, that's good. Once got we a go, cowboy hat on. Once we go off built on ranch land. And it was built on ranch land.
1: <laughs> once we go off the air, I'd like one of you to explain to me what the heck is going on in Oregon, because I have not been following <laughs> that, that, sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a green room thing.
2: That sounds like a green room thing I truly thing don't sure. know. Yeah. Um, no, I would say, just to answer your uh, previous query, I would say it's probably 70% just an NFL game in general and 30% terrible weather. Because if it was going to be an amazing one, if I was really, really into the NFL, I'd, I would let the weather stop me in this extreme case, but otherwise I wouldn't. I just don't have any interest in going to an NFL game.
3: So I've been like vicariously going to NFL games by watching all the Buffalo Bills <laughs> tailgating clips. <laughs> <the desert>. that's, <laughs> that's where I want to watch this from a distance on my phone. I can see people do like
2: suplex into a, a <laughs> table on fire, and people then like right next to him, there's like two people busting head
3: first. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, that seems more. of You know, it's like okay, I, yeah, but I, I don't know if I want to sit by them for three hours right after that. That seems like in you know twenty degree below ch- wind chill, it just seems not like anything that I'd really want to do. It's the perfect thing months. you want to be a part of from a distance.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be next to couch, these people. I don't want to personally be ten feet away and turning around and seeing. Two drunken, fat Bills fans going at it in the parking lot. Like, I don't. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I want to watch it on my phone and laugh like hell,
3: and then go back yep. to my couch and TV. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 my that's my piece on it. So. Okay. Hundred bucks, I'll do it. Hundred bucks.
2: Well, if anybody has a hundred bucks and wants to send Stu to a game, that's your. Network. I'm still
3: not going to go because it's going to be too
2: fucking cold. <laughs> so,
3: there, still
2: not. It's not a hundred, but keep your hundred dollars, <laughs> you filthy animals. Yeah, I would need a lot more than a hundred. Boo! Uh, but I will watch, and it's very exciting. So let's also turn our attention to. Obviously, the the Vikings winning would be unbelievable, but uh, sort of a consolation is would be the Packers losing. <laughs> um. And They are going to lose. I've so, already made
3: that guarantee. Stu, That's... you are so all in on the red on the R skins. I don't want you, to say that. You love the Washington envision, football team. Cousins at home has got this weird mojo thing going on. I, it's it's fruitless. To deny it. This mojo
4: has been going on for like
3: four games.
4: In which Aaron Rodgers loses to Kirk Cousins in yes. the playoffs.
3: Kirk. That's um, Cousins.
4: That seems.
3: Uh, it seems weird. He lost uh, He lost to Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy had the worst game of his professional life, so he can lose to Kirk Cousins.
4: Maybe so, he's not Aaron Rodgers anymore. That, that he? he just looked really poopy that,
3: against the that, bike. Yeah, he missed 3-4, very obvious. The interception at the end, though, the interception to Xavier Rhodes. I mean, Jones had him passed. beat. Yeah, Jones yeah. had him beat, and he threw it right to Rhodes. I mean,
4: doesn't make mistakes like that. No. And he had, I think it was Jones' early mm-hmm. open... Uh, maybe a quarter before that on the third down, and you know you'll see Aaron Rodgers miss by like a, a yard, maybe or a foot.
2: Or yeah, a while he's scrambling or something.
4: Yeah, he missed. He was clean in the pocket, set his set through, and missed him by like eight feet.
2: Yeah, I know there was two or three of those ah, that game where it was. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I think ever from
3: him, at least that I can remember. I will not be surprised if, like you know, a week after the season, we found out he had some sort of clean-up surgery on his shoulder, sure. or some sort of like there was a tear, a partial tear of something. And you know what he needs to clean up is that love life of his.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, heart it really seems, like heart heart kinda, seems like I mean, he's kind of. He seems. Meanwhile, Russell
3: Wilson dude. has like gotten twenty touchdowns in five games, yeah. dating um, Sierra or whatever. So I mean, but well, she's good for really him. Good. But this that's other really girl. finicky on how they affect quarterbacking.
4: Well, who's yeah. Russell Wilson dating? Can we get him a Hollywood starlet? That's Sierra. She's a, she's a She's, she's a starlet.
3: A yeah. Who? An RB songstress <laughs> <for Sierra. laughs> C- Right now, Liz Welly si- is listening Kyra. to this and she's just. C no, I A R A.
4: Kyra. Wait. That's know. a brand of Toyota. It is. How did you pronounce it? Toyota Sierra.
3: It's a Sierra.
4: It's like a mid-size. It's a
3: color.
2: You know,
4: it's a sensible sedan. What What did you call her?
3: Sierra, Sierra—that is how it's pronounced. It, it rhymes with tiara,
2: like the thing that you wear on your head when you win something.
4: I as a
2: princess. R-A. I thought
3: it was oh, Sierra. You,
4: really want?
2: you know, it's it's you know, Clarence. You talk all the time about being this strong American woman, and you can't even support one of your own. You don't even know who she is. You see her at the meetings, don't support
4: you? Order if I knew who. The- <laughs> she was, there's literally like 150 million strong American women I don't know.
2: How dare you? Support you know, I think it, it sounds crazy when we talk about um, Cousins beating Rodgers, but Cousins was really good this year. I'm not saying
3: he's going to be good in the future. Or, at home. You know, he's, he's sort of... Home, I think is the asterisk you had to put there.
2: Well, overall, he was hmm. sixth in QBR.
4: Oh, Okay. Rodgers was 10. kind of weather we got expected for Washington, because it's the playoffs. I'm, I'm not in the I don't think. You don't, well, that would be doubtful, but is it going to be stormy or anything like that to kind of shut the passing game down?
2: I don't... We don't... What if You're, Mr. A you're
4: Mr. Vegas. What if they don't have a trip?
2: I don't pay attention to the forecast for... I, I'm not... I'm Mr. Vegas?
4: Yeah, you're Mr. Bookie, Mr.... Thank you. Making bets, Wheeler Dealer...
2: Oh, I love wheeling and dealing. Here's what I know. The Packers are favored by one. And FPI, again, my favorite thing, has them with a 56% chance to win, I believe. So FPI thinks one point favorite is about accurate. So they should win, but it's essentially a coin flip. Not
3: quite. 48 degrees of kickoff, by the way. So the weather is going to be... And sunny? Yeah, it's partly cloudy. So that helps well, never mind. Cousins' case.
2: I don't know who's, it does. whose case it helps. I suppose Cousins, but I don't know. Um, helps Rogers too. So mm-hmm. uh, That's a crapshoot. But it's not that unreasonable for the Vikings to win and the Packers to lose. No, of course it won't not. happen because we don't deserve to be happy. But No, we never... Are. No, We did would, something I, wrong at some point. I'm not exactly sure what it was. But it was bad.
3: It was not good. It was real. We did Yeah, some some bodies got hidden haphazardly and uh vengeful spirits awoke. <laughs> yeah. Uh do you guys want to give a Super Bowl pick? Um Carolina. Okay. Clarence? Carolina beating New England would be my no, no not Carolina. Um Carolina beating um, 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 um Pittsburgh, sorry. Ooh! All right.
4: I was going to Pittsburgh was going to be my team. I'm not picking who they're going to go against the NFC. I don't have a goddamn clue what's going to what's going to come out of this mess. But I am going to pick Pittsburgh.
2: Wow! Pittsburgh.
4: I like to call them Blitzburg. Mm-hmm. You. What bl- I just.
3: I, Blitzburg. Wow. Ooh. I Came up. With that. Yeah. I, I've been on their bandwagon ever since Antonio Brown humped the uh, the uh, field goal post. I think. Well, you know, that's <laughs> it. They're they're they're. Oh, is that when he did the Super Mario thing,
2: where he just, yeah. like, <laughs> that
3: was so great pounced on it and just slid down yeah. like a yes.
2: dumb fireman? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I choose to believe that was a Super Mario thing, but it probably wasn't. Yeah, I
1: like thinking of it as Super Mario way better.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> like a dumb fireman. John, who do you got? I'm picking
1: New England because I hate them so much, and I would hate if they won, oh, and nothing good ever.
2: Oh, God, that would be unbelievable if New England won. I mean, they have... Like half of
3: their team is on IR. I cannot. If they were anyone it. but New England, you'd be kind of pulling for them because they're yeah. so banged up and they're just basically getting by on Gronk and Brady and Yep, like for they're sure. just so hateable that you just yep. like.
4: I hope they it's lose like by 100. A hundred.
3: <laughs> it's
1: like in the Iowa bowl game when they were playing Stanford. I told several people, you know, sometimes a team loses so badly you start to feel bad for them. Like, oh no, this is this is going badly. Yeah. That would never have happened with Iowa. If they lost 160 to nothing, I'd be like, throw it, throw <laughs> the ball, him. kill him. So the fact that for a while they were on pace to lose 160 to nothing to Stanford was really pretty good.
2: Yeah, that is true. Um, I am also going to say, I'm going to say Carolina for fun. I just that's who I'm going to be cheering for the hardest. So I want to believe in those guys. Obviously, they were awesome this year. Um. It feels like it couldn't possibly happen, but I don't know why I think that. You know, just they feel a little bit out of the blue, obviously, from last year not being a very good team to just being dominant this year. It feels a little flash in the panty to me, but I'm all in on Carolina. Yeah, I they have that.
3: the MVP a quarterback and a really good defense. Yeah, I mean, so, that's the, that's the more formula. Do do, really, That's all that matters. Good
2: defense yeah. and a great quarterback, and you can do yeah. whatever. So, yeah, and I would love if Dalton could come back and be healthy because it's just such a bummer for a team to be Cincinnati solid all really year and,
3: and to be, I just feel so bad for them. They finally have a legit team. Freaking AJ McCarran. <laughs> his claim to fame is that Brett Musburger tried to jerk off to his wife in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hilarious. Which beats all of our claims to fame. That really is true. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, that's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you can pick Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh in that game, but uh, yeah, I, I, It would be, it would be cool to see them get over the hump this year. I just don't see it happening, not without Paul, not without what's his name, Dalton. Sorry.
2: Another uh, reminder: we do this every week is that Vegas is a million times smarter than us. So what's interesting is I'm looking at the odds for the Saturday games. Kansas City is a three-point favorite over Houston, and my sense is the general public thinks Kansas City is going to roll over them. They've been awesome kick houston,
3: houston everybody
2: and then pittsburgh and cincinnati pittsburgh is a three-point favorite over cincinnati again my sense from the general public is that Pittsburgh's going to win by 40 so mm-hmm. you know the 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 soccer bet is very easily take the uh take the favorites in both of
3: those and i'm sure some one of those will get upset so you never know crazy game yeah um, it's Andy Reid and Brad Childress are coaching in the first round of a playoff game. I, I I've, got to, I've got to bet on the other team. I just have to.
2: I mean, he's been analyzing that spread game for so long. <laughs> that spread
3: game is so analyzed right now. He's, he just
2: continues <laughs> just to, to print out the same shit. Thanks, Brad. Yep.
3: <laughs> he's
2: putting the
4: anal and analyst.
2: <laughs> Kick ass spreadsheet.
3: <laughs> PC load letter error. What the fuck <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, good, 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 good. All right, yeah. so should we move on to uh, sure.
3: non well, did, did John do his pick? I don't think John did his pick. Oh. John? Yeah, John. Who, Who am I picking? picking? What Super am I doing? Ball. Did you do a Super Bowl I pick? picked I New know. England because I hate oh, them. because I and hate I, them. I forgot about rage. Sorry. I forgot about rage. Yep. Yep. Forgot about rage.
4: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
2: Okay, should we, uh, I'm sure Clarence is there. Should we move on to the NBA for a few seconds? Yeah, I've been
1: I've been waiting since this game ended. With four minutes left in the Denver Minnesota game, Denver was up seventy six to seventy four. With five seconds left in the Denver Minnesota game, Denver was up seventy six to seventy four. Ooh, what
2: four minutes?
1: Four minutes without either team scoring down the stretch. Just put, make NBA them both play in the college. It's now.
4: Fantastic. <laughs> Holy and shit then,
1: <laughs> then the Wolves had the ball with 20 seconds to go. Andy Wiggins got into the paint uh, Came up with the front rim Got his rebound, threw up an air ball Carl Anthony Towns grabbed it Got rejected at the rim so badly That the ball actually went off him and out of bounds So Denver got the ball The Wolves followed him They finally scored a point by making two free throws And that was the end of the game
2: Oh my god, and so they scored 74 points
1: Yes, they scored 74 points against one of the NBA's coldest teams. Yeah. Terrible team.
2: Oh, they're so bad. Right it- now,
1: Sam Mitchell's on my television. I desperately mm-hmm. want to turn up the volume and also create some sort of alternate universe where he can hear me through the TV. Guys. He's,
2: uh, the team has gone off the rails badly. Fire he-
1: him now. Fire him today. He shouldn't get off his chair. What he's he's sitting on a chair right now at Target Center. There's no way that he should be allowed to get up from that chair without being fired.
2: Fire him. Unbelievable. I I obviously am one of the biggest Wolves pessimists and even I didn't think he could be it could go this bad this quickly for him.
4: Do you want him fired?
2: I didn't want him hired. Well, well do you now you want him fired? He's hired. So do you want him fired? Yes. All right,
4: good. Of course. Why? I thought you want them to lose.
2: I don't. I'm done with wanting them to lose. I'm, I'm not on Team Tank anymore. They've got their guys.
3: Start trying to win. Now that the what, Sixers have to beat them, you're done with wanting them to lose.
4: What position do they need the most of the five? Of their start, oh, five Start. what position do they need the most?
2: Shit. Uh, probably a power forward, I suppose.
4: What position does that LSU kid play?
2: Small forward, which they also need. They could use him for okay. sure.
4: Well, why, why doesn't everybody have raging boners about losing every game in order to get into draft position to draft Simmons guy?
2: Well, I think right now we're, uh, we're in our, you know, there's a few stages of of Wolves fandom. We're still in screaming and yelling about the current team. We'll transition into, mm-hmm. into that in probably February-ish, and then we'll start jerking it to Ben Simmons.
4: My point isn't it? Maybe it's good that they keep Sam Mitchell around to lose, and they fire him.
2: Right, but they
4: get Simmons. We could do this every year and just continue being. And Wiggins and Rubio, right?
2: Right. And Levine and Jang and Muhammad. All these young guys. Like I think the my point is, we have a solid enough foundation that they don't need to be tanking anymore. And it's ridiculous. There's so many years of this.
4: But the I, ship. My point is, the ship has sailed. The season's already gone. Well, the right? season's already gone this in both ways. This isn't game one. This isn't game four. So, shouldn't you just revert back to Team Tank now that the season's already gone? The ship has sailed. you are not going to turn it around. Yeah, shouldn't I mean, I'm not. Go, I'm not.
2: I want him fired, but I'm not really upset that he's not being fired
4: because he's bad and they lose.
3: And again, we have to remember the circumstances of him taking the job are, you know, flip passing away. Unfortunately, I mean, that's just you know what are you going to do? Right. But right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want him gone. I didn't want
2: him hired. Obviously. I think that you need to, I would think if you're a Glenn Taylor, he should, I mean, obviously he doesn't really, he's not a great basketball mind. It's been proven, but, um, I would think if, if, if you're a smart owner, you'd be like, all right, well this, this guy's clearly not the guy. Um, we need to keep, Keep her eye out for somebody else. I think the concern is, whether it's true or not, and I think a lot of the smart guys differ on this, is uh, is it hampering the future of the organization to keep Mitchell around because these guys are getting into really bad habits, Wiggins, Towns, whatever. Can They're so young. That, so and the
4: damage he's doing to their development be overcome by the increased draft position? Right. At what point, what draft position makes it worth the... Harm that he's doing to their development—is it four? Is it eight? Is it one?
2: Well, that's the question because something. right they're now terrible. the Wolves are like the fifth worst team. They're not going to be the first or second worst team. The Sixers and Lakers are abysmal. They're fucking terrible.
4: Like they're the worst. Matter. So they're it's lottery third to sixth. So you just need the most ping pong
2: balls, right? So I'm just saying, like, there's no tank job that's going to get them to be in the. They're going to need luck no matter what, right? So through keeping sam around is not really gonna change their fortunes a ton if they thought there was a new another guy out there they could go get they would i would think a smart owner would go get him I just don't know if you know middle of the season uh that's something you do so it would be more likely he gets canned and they just go with one of their top assistants so well, I don't even know who it, who it is right now uh to take over for the rest of the year just because bad habits the and you gotta make sure that the players are happy too if they're really frustrated it's a good sign from the owner of like Wiggins, we need you around. I know you hate playing in this system. We got rid of him and we're going to find somebody else. I know you guys all love the other guy or whatever. So you could go both ways with it. But I'm not in the mode of keep Sam around because he's terrible because I want a better draft pick. Like, this is not a. Ben Simmons is a really good player. But as far as I've been hearing so far, at least, again, it's just early January, so don't know. But I don't think this is one of those surefire drafts where there's five or six amazing franchise-altering
3: players. Um, so it's not as big a concern for me. They've hey, got I, enough young guys. Can, can, I, I apologize for interrupting. Can I get one quick stat in on the uh, close of of tonight's game? Yeah.
2: Yep.
3: The Wolves missed 18 of their last 19 shots.
2: Oh my god.
3: That, will be, that should yeah. be like a gambling investigation. Should be started taking on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to try to be that bad.
4: Oh my shit. god.
2: That's just... My Even God. the Boston College point shavers are like, no, <laughs> that's no, uh, no, that's excessive, guys. You don't. You could be a little more subtle. Um, so oh, I wanted yeah. to read some fan mail. We got some fan mail here, guys. Oh, sweet. Question uh, was uh, came in through the uh, sport of fan line. Uh, how often did Brandon jerk off when the Sixers beat the Wolves? Did he switch hands and utilize the good lotion to prevent cramping and chafing? Now I I love <laughs> fan mail, but this to me was. It's inappropriate. Over the top. It, it's it's yeah. it's inappropriate. It's uncalled for. Answer the
4: question, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you dance. And run, answer the question. What
2: I'm saying is, it didn't need to be asked. Some things.
4: They used to none of this sounds like answers.
2: It's an it's just an intrusive question,
4: and I just think some it's things out
1: of, are between a man and his second favorite it, basketball. It's theater.
2: out of bounds. I mean, I'm dealing with this thing now where I have to go offhand. I don't want to be thinking about.
3: Yeah, I suppose. The good times.
2: The good times when I was able to use my.
3: We use both hands.
2: Use, yeah.
3: When, when your Sixers beat your Wolves. Uh, no, I was
2: very upset about that because I'm a Wolves so fan. like 40 times. First and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost, I'm a Wolves fan, so I didn't jerk up once that night. At least not about the game.
4: So you waited a night and then it was like 40 times?
3: You didn't say once. I didn't jerk off one time that night Okay
4: oh, it was so it's Like more than once <laughs> Yeah that's kind of where
3: I was going with that I'll take oh, no I... further
2: questions My <laughs> answer is I didn't jerk off one time <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to clarify uh, No I, it's, it's not good It's not good I don't know what to, what to do or what to say about it um, Speaking of Wolves well, And Sixers John and I have a five-year bet. We're in year two, so we're probably 14% of the way through our bet. We had a five-year bet to see who would win more games over these over the span of the bet. The Wolves or the Sixers? I took the Sixers. John took the Wolves. This, just by the way, in case anybody thinks I'm insane, this was before the Wolves had Wiggins and Towns. So this was prior to that. This was back when the Sixers.
1: Dude, we should be clear. It wasn't like the Sixers had a bright future at the time. Nope. They were literally playing guys no one had ever heard of. And, and you still fact. took the
2: Sixers. I did. Well, But let's also be fair, so were the Wolves.
1: <laughs> that's true. Well, they were playing guys that we'd heard of and had been summarily rejected as <laughs> yeah. not good basketball players.
2: It was Love and Beasley and,
3: Jesus, Mike Miller they the- probably. The Sixers had, had they rolled out their pla- plan of starting people whose feet were worse than Bill Walton at the age of 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. They rolled <laughs> that plan they out. Had ass, just start- yeah. They
2: had just unveiled
3: that one. I was like, huh, that's novel. That's true. Never been warm about arches. <laughs> and three toes.
2: Okay, so uh, we are 15-ish percent of the way through. And um, everything has gone right for the Wolves. Everything has gone around for the Sixers. And the Wolves are up six games. 28, <laughs> to, 22. 28 to 22. 28 to 22. And we, we, rightfully so, just bitch about the Sixers constantly. I'm talking about just uh, Hoops fans. But the wolves have not been a whole lot better than them in this, and they've been doing, you know, their uh, very publicized tank job. So doesn't make us look great. So John, you've got six wins on me. Again, you do have Towns and Wigan, so it, the future looks pretty bright for you. But then again, if Mitchell stays around, he, he can. The negate. entire
1: point. The entire point of the bet was. For the next two years, the Wolves will win, like, 60 games, and the Sixers will win, like, 12 combined. <laughs> and I'll be so far ahead that the Sixers will never be able to catch up. And instead, at this point, I'm six games
2: ahead. <laughs> I know. And you probably won't make up any more this, this year. Either. Yeah. The Wolves are in a, a huge funk. I cannot believe they had to have that, whatever it was called. Not a, really a players-only meeting, but uh Cancel practice. Yeah, they had practice. a
1: practice where all he did was stood around and they had a hard to hard with everybody. That and is they incredible. So they 74 to me. points against the Nuggets.
2: Cool. Kumbaya, I'm alone. Sam, Kumbaya Sam Mitchell has this attitude about him that's very similar to if you remember when uh, Whitman was coach here. He just could not believe his players weren't doing exactly what he wanted them, them to do at the exact right time. And he was so frustrated, and it was always. These guys aren't doing this, and the guys aren't doing that, and there didn't seem to be any introspection whatsoever. And maybe some coaches are like that no matter what, and they, but I would have to think like, you know, asking questions and questions about what, are you adjusting anything? And it's, hey, these guys are young and they need to learn how to play. It's really, 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 uh, I think, a, a bad look for a, for a grown ass man to not admit any of it.
4: Even if you're making up. hearing. But, but they, he doesn't care about looking bad. Apparently, <laughs> that yeah. earring.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's still rocking that. You know, there's like six people left on on the planet, and he's <laughs> one of them. Uh, yeah, he is just such a quintessential, just just grumpy old man. Just a just a crank talking about guys leaving early for college, out of college, and it's like, dude, what year is this? When did this start? He's still mad about it. Guys don't. Throw the two-hand chess pass, like the the way they used to.
1: The set shot just isn't the same anymore. Set
2: shot, and their shorts are baggy. Just a classic. I mean, if any of my, like, relatives were paying attention to the Wolves, they would probably love Sam Mitchell more than anything, just because he's such a, such a cliched crank.
1: You just expect Sam Mitchell to start calling in to – post-game Viking shows asking where the fullback has gone in today's NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the jobs for the fullbacks? Such an honest, hardworking job.
2: Why do they do that forward pass so much? That's not what football is about.
1: Back in my day, wide receivers lined up in three-point stances like real men. And they were called flankers and split ends.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh, God. I just times are bad, man. I don't understand it. It's just one of these franchises that just seems screwed over and over and over again.
1: Brandon, I was sitting here, and the the Wolves post-game show was
2: up. Mm. Tell me why this wouldn't work.
1: Why not Jim Peterson
2: as Wolves coach? Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny. So um, uh, we tried to do some prep work for the show, and John was like, I I would be curious if you could talk about some coaching options. And I wrote a couple down, and one of my points was like, I honestly would take Jim Peterson over Sam Mitchell right now. Why wouldn't that work? With a heartbeat. I mean... It's one of those things where where maybe it's a little I mean, I love Jim Peterson more than anything. Maybe it's a little bit easier just to critique somebody rather than to do it yourself in a way. So he, he's it's easy for him to look good, is what I'm saying, compared yeah, to Sam but Mitchell. But I'd rather I also, have
1: a guy who looks good and might understand that the three-pointer is worth more than the two-pointer.
2: Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my down. That's like my starting with the negative with Jim, but he is uh, you know he's an assistant coach for the Lynx. He's Clearly, if you listen to him, a, a super bright guy, really energetic about uh, how to work players into schemes and all that sort of stuff. Schemes, you guys like schemes, right? X's and O's. X's and O's. Schemes. That's what are all about. Letters. Fundamentals. Um, no, I would honestly, I would take him to heartbeat if I was able to to make the decision, and it could be a flip flop, and Sam would have to be on the on TV, sort of like Mark Jackson covering Golden State games. Mm-hmm. Just the just the most sour, upset, yep. <laughs> angry individual ever, and everybody in the country is laughing at him, right? Everybody, and he mm-hmm. has to just sit there and go, "Well, I mean, they didn't play like this when I was around, you know, that sort of stuff." <laughs> you know, yeah, if, if, do. if he would have been healthy, we would have been. It's like all right, the heck with it.
1: Until their season starts, Cheryl Reeve is now the Timberwolves head coach. Once the Lynx season starts, she can be the Lynx head coach again. But for now, she's the wolf head, Wolves head coach.
3: Why not? Give it a try. Sure. Go nuts. It's we know idea. who Sam Everyone Mitchell likes is. Her. I mean, you know, that's. There's no denying she knows what she's doing.
1: Yeah. So. She's a sourpuss, just like. Yeah. She's him. a grouch.
3: Just like Popovich. So. so, Sam Mitchell, before he got here, was a,
2: a guy who wore out his welcome really quickly in Toronto. And then a, was
3: never
1: hired for another head coaching job.
2: He, right. I, I mean, it was the same, the same themes. Didn't want to change his schemes. It was a crank. was bad with the media. Uh, players didn't really seem to, to listen to him very much. Yeah, he applied a million times for a job. So when he got here, I guess you're just hoping against hope that, like, he's one of these guys who, you know, an old dog who will actually learn a new trick. And he doesn't seem willing or able to do that. So I'll take fucking anybody over him. Anybody that I'm yep. curious about, I would love to at least try. For this part of the season. So, Clarence, I think you made a good point of like why you even do it right now. That would be the reason to do it. Just if you have an inkling that this guy might be good, uh, an assistant or a D-league guy, or co- probably not college, or whatever, but somebody who you might want to at least give a crack to to see how they can perform, that's why you would do it. Um, again, I don't think there's anybody like that on the horizon, but um, that's why you would try at least. But fuck it, I guess they're gonna get another good draft pick. Add to that. That's where I'm at. As long as the
4: season's already gone, F
2: it. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. like Andrew Wiggins is gonna be like the the veteran on our team as at twenty one years old. He's gonna be like the third oldest guy. So young. But whatever. Um another name that would be fun, John, if you are curious about Cope coaching options. Mm-hmm. My favorite would be Dave Jorger.
1: The Memphis guy?
2: The Memphis guy because there are rumors that he might get canned. Dave Jorger.
3: Moves like Jaeger.
2: Moves Um, like Jorger. Fast facts
3: about Dave Jorger. My mother-in-law babysat him when they were uh, both growing up in Staples, Minnesota. No shit. Staples, Botley? Staples Motley. So what's your insider scouting report on Dave Jierger? Um Well-behaved. <laughs>
2: Thank much you,
3: John, for playing along. <laughs> but yes, and I'm reasonably certain it's Jaeger, but I, you know. Nope. No, it We're isn't, are Ju- so. at the podcast for the rest of the day. Jorger. Jorger.
4: Jorger. Dave Justice. i kid,
3: according to Dorothy Hall.
2: no good. So I would take the Yeg bomb number one, no matter what. Um, I didn't Memphis fire him. No, but I was just going to say there's rumors that he might be let go and they had been struggling early in the year. So that would be my number one.
1: If Memphis fires him, the Wolves should hire him minutes later.
2: They won't. But yeah, Um, Tom Thibodeau is another name that's been kind of thrown around. He got fired from the or left the Bulls last year. And he's a hard nosed guy that will run these guys into the ground. But hopefully he's learned something from doing that with Chicago. And he would be a legit great coach. Scott Brooks is kind of the same deal. He was, uh, you know, the OKC guy and not Didn't very good.
1: Hate him at OKC after a while. Uh,
2: I think it was sort of one of those like after a while sort of deals, and he seemed to plateau in a way. Maybe he was not a great in-game guy, but we're the Timberwolves, John.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're not getting Phil Jackson at his prime to coach the Timberwolves is what you're We about.
2: all know the rule about beggars. And their ability yep. to choose. It's frowned
3: upon. My mother in law did not babysit Tom Thibodeau, by the way. Damn it. <laughs> that's
2: just <a> making <laughs>
1: instant in my book. Yeah.
3: Um, those are the big names. I know
2: for some weird reason Jeff Van Gundy has been no. been talked about in certain circles. Absolutely not. He's like the I don't know, Bill Cower of basketball or idea. something, of like a guy He's that's like been on the Dungy for- of the NBA. Yeah, yeah, Dungy, that's a good example too. guy has been out for 20 years But seems to want to get back in the game um, I don't know too much about that Kevin McHale, again, is a is kind of a a wild card He seems to fit the country club thing that we always do And was a decent coach, it
3: seemed like But, again, I don't know Certainly how better than a, than yeah, a yeah, I yeah, I would absolutely I would take
1: Kevin coach. McHale right now
3: You worry if a similar situation will have more Because he completely lost the Houston team Like, mm-hmm. you know Immediately this season, after a nice run last season, so you wonder, you know, if he's got like a, a limit to his love. For,
2: it's for weird life. because the guys that usually wear up their welcome are really hard-nosed guys: Scott Skiles, you're Doug Collins, muscle, Bill T- Muscle, basically. Exactly, you're going to get a year, and then they're going to tune you out. Mikhail didn't mm. seem like that at all. No, he was not a hardcore screaming y'all at his players. So I don't know exactly what was going on with that, but um, he seemed to know coaching. And mm-hmm. as a big man, I ha- have to assume he would be able to help out towns. Mm. So that'd be good. And there's just a bunch of youngish assistants would be, you know, uh, look to to um, San Antonio or Atlanta or some of these other teams that have great s- systems in place, schemes, if you will. Um, that would philosophies. be philosophies, philosophies, fundamentals, programs, playbooks, all those sort of things. Cohesion. If they're into cohesion, I'm all about them. That's a word that I always just keep coming back to kind of from time to time, uh, togetherness. Um, But one thing they think that we always used to, uh, or at least I was sort of uh, interested in, was college coaches. You know, get some of these, Izzo or whoever, but... This year, Donovan and Hoiberg both came over, and they were not great, at least not immediately, and have been struggling pretty bad. So I'm starting to think that maybe Brad Stevens for the Celtics might be more of an exception than a rule. So I'm a little on the fence of if you're going to be able to find a college guy. But again, I don't, you know, is Taylor out scouting some of these guys, and does he have his, you know, ear to the tracks of... no? He's not right. He's he's like. No, there's no chance. He's, he's potentially talking to McHale. It's McHale or like maybe Jaeger. That's it. That's the only two people that I would. Yep. Anybody else? I'd be absolutely fucking floored if they came here.
4: The last Minnesota Timberwolves coach that did not. Oh, how did he get Adelman? Or how how did Taylor land him? What's the connection? Did mm. he scout him? I mean. How did that happen?
2: I believe Adelman was one of the guys that reached out to him. Sort of like a George Carl has done in the past few years where an opening will come about and he'll call and say, hey, I'm looking to get back in and would love to talk about it. Huh. But I don't know for sure. I, maybe I, I might be conflating that with uh, actually George Carl doing that. So those sort of guys will come around from time to time. that He'll take a call. but um, But I don't know. And that was a great hire at the time. In hindsight, it didn't end up working out. But I obviously, would prefer a guy who was a little bit younger than Edelman was at the time, or even Thibodeau. But that's why I'm saying uh, Jor would be a would be a good one. Would be a good one. I don't know. We'll see. But none of it will happen. Mitchell will be around for three years, and then uh, Ryan Saunders will be the coach. No.
4: And then uh,
2: J.B. Bickerstaff, after he gets fired from Houston, will be the coach. And, uh, and we'll trade Wiggins pretty quickly. That's how it'll probably it. Let's
1: move this team to L.A. again.
2: Start it over. <laughs> yeah, let's run it back. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up with uh, – well, not wrap it up. We've got a few more sports to talk about. John, did you want to talk about the Wild? Wanna talk a little bit about the you I know, know there there have been some, some line changes, some line shifts. Yeah. Mix ups. I,
1: I thought earlier in the week when I was looking at this, I thought, Well, Yo just came out and said, Well, this is the lines I want to play with for the rest of the year and I thought, oh, we could talk about this. He seems to have finally settled on some line combos and then two seconds into the Wilds game against Columbus, Miko Koivu got smashed into the boards and left the game and went to the hospital and after that it was just bingo hall again. And we're going with these three on the line now. So Ooh, bingo hall, I like that. I've never heard that before. There, <laughs> there's really, there's really not much to talk about there because they keep running into injuries and stuff like that. And Charlie Coyle's a center. Ah, we're out of centers again. So Charlie will be a center in this game, but Hall is not scratched this game. So Coyle will be a wing this game. So they just keep moving him around everywhere and. I also I was kind of thinking, oh, we could talk about this Ryan Johansson kid from Columbus who was on the trading block because he hates John Tortorella because everyone hates John Tortorella, but like two hours ago he got traded to Nashville for Popeye Jones's kid, so that that's pretty much out as a topic as well. So we could talk about Devin Dubnik being an All Star. That's exciting.
2: That's not uh, that was not expected, was it?
1: It was somewhat expected. There's there's probably other guys. Koivu might have been the first candidate that might have been more deserving, or Suter might have been the first candidate, but they had to put together a a lineup from the Central Division for this weird three-on-three thing they got going on, and there's so many good forwards in the Central Division that nobody who plays forward for the Wild was ever going to get in there.
2: Oh, okay. But I think that the, maybe it was a pessimist point of view, was that this journeyman guy just got hot at the end of last year. He wasn't going to be able to carried over this year but it seems no to be, he's been awesome this year seems to be that he's been good that's great how the hell isn't he like 32 or something or
1: yeah, i assume no, he's, he's not PDD. quite that old
2: okay okay so he's not bit. that old he's
4: twenties.
2: so i just figured it out
4: yep Did well he's he got, he got a place into a system where he can thrive. Yeah. For okay. so many
1: years he played in like edmonton where the defensemen were standing in the first row of the stands, and the coach was trying to wave them back onto the ice and stuff like that. So
3: <laughs> I think you're exaggerating, John. John. It's, it's, you're just pulling kind of a John. Funny. Yeah, just
2: being John. John. So good. So, it's, it's sort of a
1: product of having a decent demon in front of them. But...
3: Right, right. How the hell is your armor Jagger still being good? <laughs> <laughs> witchcraft. That's not yeah. PEDs. That's witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. He's like old, old. He's not like exact. He's old. He's not like exaggerated old. Yeah, he's been around a well. while. He's 43, 44, right? He got in a fight with a young Basil McRae. Yeah, I mean, mean
1: not even the like- veteran Basil McRae.
3: He was born in nineteen seventy two. Oh my goodness! He played against the North Stars. He's like, ninety one. Like Chelios Chilio, played till roughly that age, right? <laughs> yeah, the, true. But I mean, David he wasn't. He was nowhere near this effective. I mean, he's. Yager's got like 13-14 goals, copyright Dan Cole, and he like basically beat the Wild by himself the other night. I mean, and he that's... scored
1: a couple goals. He's leading Florida in goals.
3: That's just will be 44 at next month. That's just... 44. Yeah, that's... that's nuts.
1: The best part about Yager is that he was legitimately angry when he found out that the fans voted him into the All-Star game because it meant he'd have to play three-on-three three and it would probably kill him because yeah. he's so old. <laughs>
3: Now does he do reduced
1: shifts or is he like, you know, doing
3: <laughs> He normal does ARP
1: shifts. He just yeah. goes out there for twenty two seconds and then two other players are forced to drag him back to the bench. He
2: chooses just... half the ice to skate. <laughs> Come on, grandpa. But no, does <laughs> Hockey, he not play hockey's that much? It's not
3: like a you know a low impact sport. You actually <laughs> you have to try. Can it you be low impact if you're just is hard like to do.
2: if you're old enough, can you just like <laughs> Barely hustle, one of those old man games. Is that possible in hockey? His
4: position allows for it. Sure. What is he? But there is still, e- I mean, there is still effort required mm-hmm. in hockey. It's not.
3: Yeah, yeah. A can't, the, there's no coaster that I can think of. You can like you know, minim, <laughs> minimize your effort, but you still have to do things. Yager sort of plays the game
1: that Danny Heatley played when Heatley was 24 years old. <laughs> Never oh, any he, he killed and... a guy? <laughs> he yeah. fucking murdered. murdered his teammate. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs>
3: that just seems like a weird John, thing it seems like you really I buried the
2: lead no, here. I would recommend that. Yeah, we're 75 minutes into a podcast and you're reporting news that Yager killed a guy.
3: <laughs>
1: Jeez. I wanted to make fun of Danny Heatley for never playing defense, and instead we had to talk about the tiny bird
3: his team made.
2: You wanted to just lightly poke fun and we're like, no, 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 he's way worse than that. Bro. <laughs> no, no, no. The
3: one thing Brandon and I know about I know, Danny Heatley is that he, he killed a guy. That's it. So, <laughs> if you're going to bring him up, that's what you're going to get. That Not only went
1: to the University of Wisconsin and didn't play defense, but also uh, killed a guy.
2: That's, yeah, that's number one on his... Biography, as far as I'm concerned. And, so I was writing the wiki. He doesn't have an he,
4: one you were there point. when we learned about him, uh, the reason why he had to leave Ottawa, because he banging a teammate's wife. <laughs> Thanks for finishing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been <laughs> equally interesting either like, way. Holy shit. That's either, either way, it was probably going to cost me. I always him. like to leave the audience hanging just a little
2: bit. <laughs> never no. He was banging a teammate. Swife.
0: we
4: oh, <laughs> him hanging.
2: We broke some crazy news this past 30 seconds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh boy. I think we're getting a little punchy here. Uh-huh. Um Okay. Yeah, so that's my wild talk. Good, 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 good. Uh let's uh move on to a couple other sports and then we'll do a weekend okay. preview. Let's talk about uh The Twins, Minnesota Twins offseason, all the recent moves they made. Uh, What are your guys' thoughts on that? Good, good. I think that should probably sum that up. Want to talk about Gophers hoops? Talk about some hoops. All right, should we uh, get into a little bit of weekend preview action?
3: Sure, let's uh, let's go over that stuff.
2: Well, I'll be nursing my ouchie. As you know, I got an ouchie. Gonna have yeah, to nurse that.
4: I've, that One just sucks. <laughs> <Yes. The laughs> garage door. It's fucking, fucking garage it
3: came out of nowhere, dude. You just never know. Yeah. Before
2: you signed on, Clarence, I gave the whole story, so I can't, I can't go through it again. That's okay,
1: and, I just and the problem nobody, is you're old. So it'll never really heal, and you'll be telling your grandkids about the time granddad got his finger caught in the garage door, and he still came. Was there anybody around at this
2: point? You know, when my kids are old enough, it's going to be. You know, there was a somebody broke into the house.
4: That's where I'm going with this. Was there anybody around when it happened?
2: Nope, just Jones. Well, he's four.
4: What? He he doesn't. He wouldn't remember. No. Somebody was breaking in. Somebody was robbing some old lady walking down the street. Yep. You left him up. You You should see the other guy.
2: Yeah, he's got like probably way more of a blood blister on like two or three of his fingers.
4: <laughs> but you went with the you went with the truth.
2: Uh, I and now know. Here you are. It's nothing but grief. Well, you know, it's just I just can't even imagine the stress of trying to keep a lie going. You know, because I have a splint on my hand, so like I have to mm-hmm. tell it over and over and over. So it would have had to been a real short and sweet, concise. Something and I didn't really want to deal with it, so I mean, if I'm like talking to a person that I'm not really that like, close with and they ask, I'll just say, like, you know, crush it in a door, which is true, but I'm not going to get into the whole thing true. that right, I sure fucking, that said,
4: uh, didn't, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I understand. So that's me, uh, Clarence. You got just kids, just rugrats all over the place, obligation, just a fucking litter of children. No herb this weekend.
4: No, no, not this weekend. The next birthday party. It's Irv's birthday next week.
2: Oh, can you forward us the invite? (laughs) You can't? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, it's deafening
3: silence. Um, Stu, what do you got? I'm going to hang out with uh, John Marthaler on Saturday night. Oh, the second straight Saturday. Yeah. Get the hell out of here! What are you guys doing, um, John? What are you doing in town? Actually, I, I don't. I don't know. Are you going out to the uh, other part of the county, the dark side, to go see the Marthalder clan? Uh, oh, up country.
2: in your uh, neck of the woods, too. Yeah, that's no, great. You got a home coming,
3: game. We're just coming up to St. Cloud. Oh, awesome! Just for you. Yep. Well,
1: that's us, Well, in front of the
3: program uh, CD12, Josh is also. Uh, yep. Oh, good awesome. friend of the program. Yeah.
0: Great. Should be awesome. awesome.
3: Night, we'll be watching some AFC wild card action and fun doing some pizza rolls or some such thing so should be a good time Good weekend a lot of football going on Yeah, a so, lot of football it's gonna be cold everybody bundle up if you're listening here just you know warm that car up get those heat packets going use the use that thermal that cold gear yeah use that, that you got. The, the the flannel yep a lot of flannel. well I mean flannels always in play obviously but maybe throw a, throw a thermal on underneath the flannel just don't leave. Just yeah, don't don't, Yeah, stay in just, your homes. Yeah, stay in your homes. Do your grocery shopping and liquor store run on Friday night. I'm not the- listening to this.
1: I'm going to see Cloud this weekend. So yeah, exactly.
3: Oh God, it's gonna start be the cold. car now. It might be warm by by Saturday night. God, compl- complaining about the cold and it hasn't been cold until the second week of January. I God, we're idiots. What's the matter with us, jerks? Just jerks.
2: We are stupid.
3: The jerkiest. Stop but yeah just yeah, that's going to be um hanging out with those guys and watching football that's that's my weekend and I'm glad of it to be honest
2: there are probably i would say six week guilt-free weekends a year um where you can just stay in and do nothing and not have 1 ounce of uh of regret and this is going to be one of them so take advantage cuz when you do this when you're hung over and like june you feel terrible you won't feel bad this time so Hunker down. That's my advice. Fleece blankets.
3: <laughs> God, I love <laughs> fleece blankets. They're so warm. Nothing better. Nothing
2: cozy. better. They're just
1: cozy. Yeah. This podcast is ending weird.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ice my finger down. So let's uh, yeah, let's call this it. a You're day. Really, it's probably starting to like like throb a little bit. Starting. It's like been throbbing pulse. all day long. It's, it's Ooh, awful. I hate it's, it. I hate it. I hate it. It is the worst ever. I'm gonna stick a drill bit through my fingernail at some point here, but. Hopefully not tonight. Uh, with that, um, uh, signing off. It's me, Pucci. the rest of the Sportup gang. We love you guys, and we miss you, and we'll see you very soon.
3: Goodbye.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.